How is everybody doing? This is Miguel with SoCal Watch Reviews. Well, the SoCal Watch Reviews podcast. Uh, I guess SoCal Watch Reviews encompasses everything I am and everything I do. But uh, anyway, this is episode 101. I hope you guys enjoyed that TGV special. It was a ton of fun uh, recording it and putting it together in TGV. My hat's off to to that gentleman. He he communicated with us after the podcast, always followed up. Um, it's such an amazing guy. So he is on screen, what he is off screen and off screen, what he's on screen. But anyway, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Thank you so much for writing along with us. This has been a ton of fun. And today we have a special episode for you guys. But before we get into the topics, uh, let me introduce two special people. Well, I'll do the introduction for one and then my man will do the introduction for our friend and our brother. But um P. Ross, how are you? I am very tired. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I'm dedicated to the cause. I am here, bro. You understand? I'm here. So last shout night out, it was shout out, shout out. Yeah. Shout out to my wife. It Happy birthday. birthday. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. <laughs> shut up. I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> you know, yeah, she upstairs knocked out, bro. Man, well, happy birthday yeah. to your wife. I had no clue. And I, I'm so sorry. I mean, I we always record hey. these as this last minute. And, but hey, you're here. Hey, I'm here because my man Fred is here. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When, yeah. when, when I got the thing last night, let's do it. Let's go. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Fred is original OG SoCal Watch Reviews podcast member forever. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? For sure. Yeah, open invitation for the for as long as we do. And this is the last episode, by the way. So, <laughs> um, yeah. no, but bring him in. Bring him in. I do your thing. Obviously, Yo. he needs no intro, but let's give you know, him one. He, he don't need an intro, but I'm going to get his guy one of the greatest intros of all time. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. We have, we have the man himself, Mr. Sexy. Oh, Mr. Mr. (laughs) Mr. Yeah, look look at this guy. Look at this guy, man. You know what I'm saying? When he was on the podcast, all the ladies was after us because he was on it. Now we have no women. All the men are after us. Right now. But even my wife, what happened to the sexy guy? You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) what the, what you mean? I'm right here. You know, but we got my man Fred from Shaluso in the building. Man, for a second, I thought you were going to try me with the intro because you were just like, oh, yeah, we got Fred here. I was like, oh, really? That's it? I mean, like, he don't the only need an I come here is like, you know, to like build up my ego and have a Pete Ross intro. And, and now know? we can talk about Star Wars. Okay. Hi. What's up? With oh. Oh, so, so, yo, I know what other things is. <laughs> yo, the Bad Batch, uh, uh, Book of Bubba Fat coming at the end of the month. Uh, we got the Obi Wan series next year, the Ahsoka series next year. We got a whole lot of stuff lined up. We could talk about that at the end of the show, though. Man, how you been? How you been, Fred? I've been good. I've been good. It's been a minute, but of course, you know, I would never miss our Christmas episode. You know, like that's you know that's tradition right there, and like you know, yes, so called watch reviews, Rosser's watch love that that's family right there, man. You know, this is little... now. Correct so, me if I'm wrong, guys. This is the third time doing this, right? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Number three is it, it, officially in our contract. It's it's now obligatory, right? Like it or not, <laughs> even if the podcast right. ends and we don't do it anymore, we're going to come back for a yeah. Christmas episode Christmas special. Hi, oh, it's been year. a year, guys. It's been a year we haven't done this, and we're going to recommend the same thing. Every time, yeah. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> 
<laughs> but all right, before we get into uh, where you're living now and all that stuff, because I, I think it's pretty interesting. What? Why don't we do a, a round of wrist checks? And I, I saw a peek, something little uh, interesting on your wrist. I know something new for you. So yeah, let's let's do it. Fred, what are you wearing? I am wearing my 1991 <laughs> Breitling Chronomat two tone, fucking retro as hell. Hell and yeah! Wow, nice. Yeah, it's nice. a cool braces. What are they called? The bullet cell bracelet? What it's is it a called? bullet bracelet, the reload bracelet. Um, as y'all can see, it's like very, very different to like everything yeah. that you normally see on most watches. Integrates really nicely with the case. Case has these really, really short lugs. So like even when you put it on a strap, it looks almost like integrated. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I love wow. It. Nice. So wa- walk us through it. You you made a, a video about your next watch and it was Grand Seiko with something else. And then you... Yeah, and, so, and then what? I pretty much went the exact opposite direction. Yeah, Brightly mm-hmm. wasn't even in the conversation. So what, what so, happened? What? So I actually just made a video of it literally like oh, okay, okay. 10 minutes before we record this. <laughs> but, oh, okay, okay. But yeah. um, but y'all will get the uh, the advanced screening or the late. Well, this, this will come it, out so. a few weeks from now. So uh, yeah. I, I think you're safe. Most people already, video's already out. Go it's check all right. it out. Everyone can just go back and recheck the video a couple yeah. weeks from now when the podcast comes out. I mean, or right now, the magic of timing online. <laughs> yeah, right but, now. But um, just just look at the video. But um, no, so so yeah, so like originally, I was looking at getting either a Grand Seiko GMT or also I really like the Seiko uh, Presage Sharp Edge GMT. Right. You know, I was thinking, all right, you know, I've just moved to a new country because I just moved to Germany after uh, living in India for a few years, and so I was like, all right, I just moved. You know, might as well celebrate the move and. Obviously, you know, a GMT kind of, you know, it uh, sort of matches up with that notion of like traveling, changing countries and whatnot. And also like I'm kind of over my Steinhardt. So it's like I want to get something (laughs) that I actually like. Um, So. So, yeah, so I was thinking about that. Um, I looked at two uh, different Grand Cycles, the SBGJ203. Sorry, yeah, SBGJ203 and SBGE211. I think that's them. Fucking Seiko really needs to just start making model names <laughs> that are actually appealing because I can't keep remembering reference numbers. <laughs> yeah, Grand Seiko is um, kind of hard. <laughs> I, I tried on both of them. I mean, they're amazing watches. The dial on um, on the SBDJ with the Mountuate pattern is is so so nice. But at the same time, I wasn't hundred hundred percent, you know. And I like to I like to buy my watches with the intention at least of keeping them. Right. So wasn't wasn't hundred percent. And I was just like looking around, browsing around at watches. And then I came across this. First thing that stood out to me was that it was in really good condition. Like, because like after looking at Grand Seiko, then I was like, all right, what other brands have GMTs? I thought, okay, maybe something like Breitling Avenger GMT. Because um, that's also like, I wanted something that wasn't like too, too expensive, you know, because the idea, especially for a GMT, would be that it's like a travel watch. So one that you won't lose crazy amount of sleep over if anything happens to it, something that's versatile that can get beat up. It's got some uh, water resistance to it and all that. And then I kind of sidetracked on to the Chronomat. Now the mm. Chronomat GMT is enormous. So like that wasn't really in contention, but also like the Chronomat in general was a model that I've liked for a long time since, since the 2021 came out and, you know, they brought back like that 80s styling, you know, I was like, all right, right. that's a pretty cool watch. And then I came across this and then I saw it was actually a 1991 model. It had the, all the papers and everything. And 
I'm also vintage from 1991. Um, oh, so nice. like, so like, you know, I turned 30 this year and I didn't really do anything for it because of the pandemic. So I was like, Congrats. you know what? The year is not over yet. I can still get myself something, you know, get myself like a birth year watch. So it was sort That's of cool. Everything kind of came together and that the Chronomat was in general a model I'd been interested in. It was from my birth year, was in good condition. It was in Dusseldorf, which is like 20, 25 minutes by train from where I'm living. So I was like, it was close by. I could go see it in person as well. It wasn't like, you know, order it sight unseen or anything like that. Mm. Just everything came together. And it's two-tone now. Like, like seriously. Cool. It, it cool. is as 80s and 90s as it can get. So, yeah, I went for it. I got it. I love it. I mean, I've had Congrats, it only for a week, but uh, <laughs> I'm still <laughs> I'm still crazy about it. I really like it. It hasn't come off my wrist. Wow. That's what's up, man. When was the last time you actually bought a watch? It's been years, right? Last time I bought a watch was my Katia Pasha, my Katia Pasha in uh, 2018. Or was it 2019? Mm. No, I think you were... fucked with my head <laughs> in terms of time. Do you remember? Would have been... I think he got it now when he was on the show with us. Like yeah, yeah. Show or so yeah i think yeah. you got it i think i, I got it just before the first time i collaborated because you got rid of the tutor you got rid of the tutor yeah. chronograph you're like and i got yeah. this instead yeah, yeah i think exactly. fred was like the only guy that we knew that can hold off on buying a watch yeah you know what i mean I the, <laughs> yeah. the only guy we knew the only guy we yeah. knew that could go two years without buying a watch right i don't know how right. you do it but he's still crazy uh, about watches like right yeah it's sure. crazy yeah Absolutely. Well, I mean, when you get enough access to watches to at least like play around with them and review them, like for me, that's like my therapy, you know, is like at least if I can review watches, get my hands on them, that means, okay, I can wait a little bit longer. Like it's a privileged right. position that, you know, we're in that like we get to handle watches a bit more often than most people, yeah. most collectors, you know. So for me, at least that helps is being able to like get my hands on watches in the interim. But, uh, but yeah, like I try to make every watch count, you know, so sometimes that means I have to wait a little bit to get it to get just the right one. That's cool, though. Yes, I like sir. that. P. Ross, what are you rocking, man? Omega Janine. Omega. That's uh, nice. Is that the way that you got from our from our boy King Leathercraft? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. I think it's pretty I like clean. that bracelet. It's OEM. It's an OEM bracelet, yeah. too. It's crazy. Yeah. It's awesome condition. Yes, yeah, we had yeah. Uh, we had King Leathercraft on the show, yeah, um, Fred, and he talked about towards the end that he had some watches for sale, and that was one of them. So, hopped he, on he, that quick. Oh yeah, hopped, hopped on quick. Real quick. So, hey, that's nice. Shout out to King Leathercraft. Hell yeah, man! Show. So I'm wearing this. So we got Breitling, we got Omega. I just threw on the Tudor. So Tudor Black Base. So there you go. We that's have. Right. I've been wearing it. I was wearing it yesterday. So I saw your video of it, man. That was sick. Oh, thank you. Thank you for the support. It was a very, very good video. And yeah, the watches. Yes, sir. <sighs> Almost 40 hours. Yeah. Uh, uh, not continuously, but I, I shot, if you can see different footage, yeah. it was from completely different days and completely different weeks. And then the script. And it was it was a labor of love for sure. I, I think Tudor should pay me. <laughs> it's, <kidding>. it's like, <laughs> it, it's crazy. We spend so much time doing all these videos for watch companies and it's marketing for them and we got nothing from them. Not even a thank you, right? It's like, what the hell? Making you money over here? Like, But they do keep don't... making cool watches. I mean, like, Tudor released, what, six new Black Bays this year? Plus now that gonna... Alagos FXD. At least <laughs> they give us nice watches, like, to talk about. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Rolex. What's going on? <laughs> you could at least buy their watches, right? So, yeah. Mm. 
man so let's let's talk about your move a little bit because i i I think i I want people to know where you're coming from now obviously you've been an enthusiast for such a long time for years and years and now you actually made one of your dreams a reality working in the watch industry which is crazy to me because i i I know a few people that work in the watch industry but never met anybody that was an enthusiast and then work for the watch industry so I, i think that that that's pretty exciting right i mean to go from being a fan to playing the game yeah i mean it's pretty sick so um so pretty much like a lot of it goes back to like me starting my channel because originally i started my channel with an idea of like you know because this is a very old hobby in a sense of like you know it's it's a legacy hobby shall we say it's a legacy industry you know it's a hard industry to sort of break in from scratch um you know unless you really really have the time and the dedication to like you know do the hard yards and like be on like the ground floor doing retail on like, you know, the most basic watches, fashion watches, all that shit. And then slowly phasing your way up until you can get mm-hmm. into the retail route. Right. So I didn't have that sort of time on my hands. You know, I still gotta, still gotta keep a roof on my head and, you know, keep, uh, keep things moving on. So I started the channel very early on, like partly to obviously just for the fun of it, for the passion of it, but also as a way of like, kind of, uh, how do they say it? it's like, you know, if, if no doors are opening to you, then break a window. So like this, for me, the channel was the window that I was going to break to like, sort of be able to get in the industry without having to necessarily put in all of that original time oh, that, oh. you know, obviously <laughs> getting interested in watches sort of later in life or compared to like, you know, if someone's into it, like when they're about to get into their first jobs and whatnot. So that was like actually one of the original ideas with the channel was to like be able to make connections with the industry, be able to, you know, sort of get into the industry through the back door or through a window instead of, uh, instead of having to go through the front door and, Makes sense. you know, um, an opportunity came up where, uh, where I was able to interview to, so like my background professionally is in digital marketing and, uh, there was a position available in the company I'm working with now, which is called Cronext, which you've probably heard of like on Bark and Jack and Jenny L. And there was an, a position for, um, for me to do Google ads there, which is what I'm doing now for them. And so, like, it was kind of a way that, like, yeah, you know, my passion and my profession kind of met together. And it was nice that it actually played a role, you know, like they were actually interested in the fact that I was an enthusiast, that I had a perspective of what, you know, watch collectors and watch buyers actually like. I wasn't just, you know, I need a job someone from like, you know, yeah. someone who just needed a job or like someone from like an agency that had fuck all idea about watches and was just sort of moving on to the next job, moving on yeah. to the next job. So that was really cool. Like, you know, like on, uh, like in general, like the people that work there, they're all enthusiasts. It's, it's founded by watch enthusiasts. Like wow, it's, cool. it, it's really a, I guess, watch collector centric company. And yeah, like, you know, the opportunity came up I'm, I went through all the interview process and everything. Managed to get a job. And then now I'm living in Germany, kind of living the dream, you know, like I get to do work related to watches every day which is not something cool. all of us get to do so i'm really really happy about that and yeah it's it's crazy just being in the industry you know <laughs> like like seeing how things actually work it's it, it's just an insane perspective to have and like you know i'm obviously super grateful and like i'm glad that like you know this journey is kind of all sort of converged and now it's like cool life and watches are now moving in are now moving together you know yeah right on that sounds so cool so you're going to be able to borrow watches for your channel you were telling us 
Uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, so one of the perks, obviously, is you know when you work for the company, you know, you know who to speak to 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 get your hands on some watches. So I've already started um, speaking to some of the people internally, seeing if maybe I can borrow a couple watches, shoot some footage. And one of the cool things about Connex is, you know, is they're not like, you know, they don't keep a lot of ghost inventory, which a lot of companies do, you know, mm-hmm. where they'll just put up pictures of watch they don't have. You know, they inspect every watch that they sell. They have like their own um, watchmaking facility and everything to make sure everything's right. That's how, that's why they give like a, like, you know, a warranty and everything is because they actually inspect the real watches themselves, you know? Wow. So that means that they have inventory on stock, which means that like, you have inventory on stock. It means I have inventory on stock yeah. as well. Right, right. <laughs> we'll put it that way. So, yeah, hopefully in the next uh, in the next few weeks or by the time this gets uh, this gets up, I've been able to film some of the watches they've got there because it's a crazy collection. You know, like it's they got all sorts of stuff. They got new, pre-owned, vintage stuff. It's you know, it's it's like being a kid in a candy store. Unfortunately, like because now because of COVID and whatnot, uh, we got to work from home. But like in my few days where I was able to go into the office, I saw some insane stuff. Like, you know, my first week I saw Black Panther, uh, AP Black Panther in person. Mm, That's one of like, what, 200, 250 pieces. Mm. Beautiful watch. Like, you know, people can give it as much shit as they want for thinking it's corny or whatever. But you hold it, you look at it, you can see all the attention to detail and craftsmanship. Crazy. Did you get a chance to look at it through like a loop and everything? Like all all the details? I didn't have a loop on hand, but honestly, with that watch, you don't even need it. Like, probably, I don't think I would have gotten any work that done if I had a loop with that watch. (laughs) Mm. So would it it be fair to say that that's the watch that kind of took your breath away out of everything you saw? Or was there another one that you're like, oh my God, I've never Um, seen that before? They also had a uh, Nicolas Cage Daytona. So the Leopard Leopard Daytona. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. How was that? I mean, like, obviously, it's uh, a polarizing watch, to, <laughs> to put it delicately. But um, it's cool, like, seeing a Rolex that, like, is not by the book and very, like, um, like you know, Rolex, like, it's very risk-averse style. Yeah. So it's kind of insane because, like, it's all completely factory. Even the, like, leopard-style strap, it's factory. None of that it's is modified. It, it, it's yeah. like Rolex made it like that. And it's like, what happened to the guy that signed <laughs> off on that? <laughs> you know? mm, bring that guy back. <laughs> bring him back, give him a drink, you know? <laughs> like, or at least, like, you know, wheel him out once a year just for fun. I mean, like, they right. still do have some stuff. Like, they've got, like, um, the Eye of the Tiger, which came out, I think, last year or this year, which is kind of a more subdued version, if you can describe that. And describe it as that. I mean, it's still, like, gem encrusted and all that and the crazy thing is also is that like yeah you know these like um gem encrusted rolexes can say they're gaudy or whatever but they're actually pretty much the only thing that's still handcrafted in rolex like you know like mm-hmm. both the gem setting and the picking out all of that like is still done the old way and they make sure that you know like when they have gradients like on the rainbow that you know every single gem is like the exact same like you know yeah. quality and all that like it's ironic, but like the most like sort of artisan and like, you know, traditional techniques is on their gaudiest as fuck watches. <laughs> you know? So meanwhile, meanwhile, like the more traditional watches are like the more classic watches, all that is like now, you know, sort of 
mechanized and modernized and all that. So is there is there a watch or watches that you saw they were just underwhelming? You're like, they look really cool in video and picture, but once I saw them in person, they don't really do it for me. Um, nothing specifically. I mean, like for me in general, like I've kind of already met most of like the typical hype watches, you know, like Nautilus, Royal Oak. I've seen all of those in real life. And like, you know, they seem so cool until you see them in life. It's like, okay, it's just kind of a normal watch, Yeah, you know? So, like, I've kind of already had that underwhelmingness or underwhelmed. I'm not sure what the noun is, but I, I've had that underwhelming sensation already. Like, I saw plenty of, like, Daytonas and stuff there, for example. But, like, you know, my expectations have already been realigned in terms of mm-hmm. when I say a Daytona. It's like, oh, it's cool, but it's not like, whoa, oh, my God, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, my expectations have already been adjusted that way. You know what doesn't work? So, yesterday we went to this uh outdoor mall whatever here in california and um well a few things happen right so I, i'm not going to name names or say things because there might be a possibility of me maybe buying something in the future who knows and i want to burn bridges but i i went to this store and it's it's a it's a very it's an area here in california where there's a lot of money right but i went there because it was a store my wife wanted to go to and it happened to be in a place where i know a store but one of my friends bought a watch and he's like, Hey, if you, if you do go there, I remember him telling me once ask for this guy. So I called yeah. him again. I'm like, Hey, what was the guy's name? I'm going to be in the area just to kind of see. He's like, Oh, it's his name is so-and-so. So he might be able to hook you up or whatever. They sell Rolex. They sell Panerai. They sell all the heavy hitters. I'm like, all right, cool. Well, I'll, I'll start making friends with them. You never know. Right. Uh, there's things coming out in the future. I might be able to save for who knows, whatever. I go in there, ask for him and he's not there, but the way I got treated, and I was dressed, I thought I was dressed nice, right? And 10 minutes in that store, kid you not, 10 minutes looking at their Cartier, Panerai, Grand Seiko, kind of walking around. Not a single person came up to me and said, hello, can we help you? And they were just standing mm-hmm. around. I was like, wow. But other people came in that looked like they maybe had money and they were being helped. So I was like, man, this industry is just so like as enthusiasts we we look at these watches and we talk about them so highly and this and that but the this industry is so backwards like and then my wife's like well why are you so offended i mean what do you what were you expecting you know you're going into a place where probably rich people go all the time to buy watches and if you don't look like them maybe they don't but i'm like do you think that's right do you think that's okay because i don't think that's okay that completely turned me off and those auras those and i just that feeling of being kind of ignored kind of turned me off to the watches too. Cause I'm like, I don't even want to see these things anymore. And then furthermore, seeing all these watches displayed on the, on, on their cases, just kind of don't, don't make them real special. There's nothing like when you have a watch in hand and you're in your own environment that really kind of makes a watch different. If that makes any sense, looking at them there was so Daryl and I just didn't have any feelings for them you know and I, I saw I've never seen them before the four seasons collections for the US the Grand Seikos and they just look so boring to me because they were just yeah. in a display everything there was just the lighting was bad I, I don't know what it Look, was but Grand Seiko displays are always terrible mm-hmm. like man always well, so here's the thing you you walk outside the store and it has their jewelry store and this big ass like store that says Rolex and then you walk in you pass the Rolex, which was filled with a bunch of fake watches, right? Those dummy ones. And then you go into their jewelry store and each section for Auras, even Patek Philippe and Panerai is so tiny and no marketing. It is so boring. But Rolex, 
huge. You could yeah. see it from the outside walking in. I'm like, dang, the power of Rolex. Like people walk in because of Rolex. And then, well, if you go, we'll go past the Rolex, then you could find all the other brands. Like, wow, that's crazy. Mm. That was my experience. Not a very good one, but whatever. It, it is what it is. That's uh, crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, it's it's a turnoff, man. When I went to Tornell to buy this thing, uh, I remember they 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 helped me right away. They were pretty busy, but they actually helped me. They were nice, or else I would have just walked out. I would have been like, I'm just gonna buy it online or something, because I just I'm not gonna give my business or my hard earned money to somebody that just doesn't care. You know, it's like hmm. for sure. Have you guys had yeah. that similar experience? Is just me. <laughs> I've had it, but like it varies as well. Like I, I've had really good service in some places. I've had really shit service in others. Like whenever I come across like that sort of service where they like just don't even bother. Sometimes I wish I would get that service because also sometimes I'm just going in to look, man. You know, I just want to see watches. I'm I don't want to waste any salesperson's time. But at the same time, it's like I've worked in retail, and like I remember when I worked in retail, it's boring as fuck. And I can imagine in luxury where you, it's not like, you know, a volume. Yeah. It's not like you have like five, 600 people come in per day, you know? Yeah. So I remember at least when I used to work in retail, it's like anytime someone would come in, I'll go to Tencent because hey, it's like, hey, there's a potential Let's sale talk. there. Can you talk that's to me, please? Can that, that's money I can make, you know? Yeah. Right. And also, and B, it's like, I'll make the day go past faster, yeah. you know? Like, I mean, you know, this was like, this was obviously like 10 years ago. Uh, eight years ago thereabouts like you know back then like there was only so much you could scroll through facebook during the course of your day <laughs> like the day would go by much faster if i actually like you know dealt with customers so yeah. i just don't get sometimes like just purely from like a working and retail perspective it's like why are you just like not dealing with people not approaching people you know it's not like yeah. you're gonna have a huge huge selection of people to deal with all day <laughs> A, you might actually, you know, do your job and actually sell some watches. Or B, at worst, you'll make your day go by faster, you know? Yeah, for sure. Well, I and, think and- my experience was with the was the opposite of yours, Miguel, when we went to Florida. And I think oh, we went yeah. to uh Mayor's Jewelers. And I walked in and I walked right past the Rolex section because it was empty. Nothing there. Yeah. And then I walked in, I walked saw the brightness section, which which totally, totally turned me on. You know what I mean? Um, Omega, Tudor, Grand Seiko. So the guy walks up to me. He was nice. He was like, you want to try anything on? And I got totally freaking intimidated and said no and just walked out. He walks out. He my, runs wife, up. my wife looks at the, the, the look of my face and she just said, that is so sad. Why are you looking like that? And I'm like, it's incredible in there. And I just I just couldn't touch nothing. And they was gonna let me wear put on stuff, you know what I mean? So Yeah. Uh, I should have just done it. But hey, man. I do have to say one brand that I found consistent, like across the world. I've been to a couple of other boutiques now in different countries and everything. Cause also like it varies, like different countries, different cities, like you'll get treated differently. One brand that is consistently giving good service and has good displays is Brightling, you know, like they got like a direct brand uh, boutique here, like, you know, and like, you know, the amount of time that they spend on like designing the ambiance and all that, you know, like, and just the service is like always really good. It was the same thing when I was in Dubai. It was the same thing when I was in Australia and Sydney, the boutique there. Really, really happy to just talk to you, tell you about everything. 
they actually know their collection. Because that's the other thing that's like so annoying is when you go to an authorized dealer and they know fuck all about the watches that they carry. Yeah. And it's like, seriously, you want me to spend, you know, four or five, six, ten grand on something that you don't even know <laughs> like what you're yeah. selling. Right. You know? And it's like you spend the whole day with these things. Read a catalog. <laughs> Get to know your watches. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. No, I agree. I, I think that's why uh, maybe online sales became so popular even before COVID, right? Just because people maybe don't want to interact. And not only that, you, you feel intimidated, especially somebody like me that I don't go into luxury stores. I don't buy watches like that all the time. Never really, you know, so it's already intimidating going in knowing that each one of these watches is thousands of dollars, you know, and it's like, well, do I look poor or do I look young or do I, what, what, why are you judging me? Well, what is it? My nationality? What, what is it? it? It makes you wonder all these things and it makes you feel less right where at the end of the day, it's like, well, I don't, I don't want to come across stupid, but it's like you, or sound a certain way, but it's almost like you, you feel like I probably make more money than you because you're working there, you know, but I don't want to take yeah. it there, but it's true. If I'm in here as a consumer, I'm not working here. Why are you treating me this way? You know what I mean? I don't know. It's fucked up, but like at the same time, also, it's like, you can't let that shit get to you at the end of the day. And at least from what I've noticed, like you got to walk in, like you belong there. doesn't matter what you're wearing. <laughs> you know, like if you let that shit get to your head, they can see that as well. I think. And they can, then yeah. they'll think, Oh, maybe he shouldn't be in here. Maybe he will be yeah. Yeah, security. You know, security. Be like, hey, I like this watch. Can I try this on? Hey, you. What's <laughs> no, don't snap. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> just but like, but like, <laughs> But no, like, not that, but like, no, just go and be like, cool. Nah, hey, um, can it. I please, like, even if they don't say hello to you or any shit like that, then damn, ask for the service. Hey, can yeah. I try this watch on, please? No. And honestly, I, I, I could have, obviously I'm in sales, so I know how to, I don't want to say manipulate people, but I did it on purpose. I'm like, let me write this out, walk around and, and see if anybody comes up to me. And yeah. I'm like, nope, nobody did. I'm <laughs> just going to walk out. And anyway, I wasn't going to buy anything. What I, what I was there for was to build a relationship with the gentleman that wasn't there. So after I left, I called the friend and then I'm like, Hey, your friend wasn't there or the buddy, you know, but this is how I got treated. And he was like, Oh man, I'm, I'm so sorry. He's like, yeah, that guy is super cool. He would have, he would have treated you like so fairly, especially if you told him that you knew me or whatever. He's such a nice guy. So I, I am going to give him a chance, but not because of the store, but because of the gentleman that works there. So at one point, hopefully I will build that relationship, you know? Um, but yeah, it's just a lesson to be learned for anybody listening if you work in the industry don't don't be that person like give time and day to everybody everybody's you never know who has money right or even if they don't what if they're just enthusiasts like you don't want to ruin their experience so but with that said why don't we get into the the christmas giving uh spirit right so uh we didn't select a price point and we so we said what three five items each something like that so yeah why don't we go around see what you guys uh, came up with and uh, and I'm I'm sorry if this is like a last minute literally last minute uh, Christmas list you could always buy it online give themselves give your your friend your husband your boyfriend girlfriend an IOU give it to them and be like it's on its way it's it's on back order <laughs> <laughs> so Fred why don't we start with you man can you share your screen for everybody watching that way we're gonna have it on the screen you could see what we're what we are gonna recommend for you guys because we are the experts. <laughs> just kidding. Fred is he works in the industry. We don't. We just we're just enthusiasts. <laughs> oh, and of course I have the joys of these stupid 
security permission things when you want to share something. Give me one sec. Come on, Fred. Come on, Frederick. Uh, so, P. Ross, yo, how was your uh, how was your wife's uh, birthday last night? Oh, oh man, it was off the hook. We uh went to the mall, spent some money. Nice. Okay. You know, that's that's always great. You know, um, I'm waiting for her uh, other gift to get here today. So. That's you can't have one, you know. Yeah. There you right. go. We could we could see it. We're we're back on I, track. We are I back got on there track. in under ten minutes. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Fred. You deserve an award. Uh, I do so let's, an let's, award. let's 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 uh, let's go through it. And I I saw something right there that you're recommending that I actually have in hand, and it came in, <laughs> it came in handy with the tutor. So oh, well, way to take my idea. <laughs> <laughs> But um, all right. First thing though, um, first thing I'll recommend, yeah. and yeah, Artem straps is such yeah. Like I think it's such an easy gift you can give anyone who likes to watch. Like they're super versatile, very very good value for money in my view. Like in terms of the quality you get, as proof that I'm not talking shit on my ass. I actually have one. I've actually tried them. They're really really cool. Yeah, I definitely could not recommend them anymore because uh, you know. They're just great. Try them out. Um, they're not that expensive in the grand scheme when you consider what you get for them. You know, yeah, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people complain, right? That it's like, oh, it's eighty something dollars or whatever. But I can assure you, I have a few, and I think I've had mine longer than Fred has had his. Gotten them wet. I've done things with them, whatever, and they just don't frail easy to clean you just throw water on them and it makes any watch like super sporty they also have uh different clasp right and and even their buckles are finished very very well quick release different stitching they're gonna bring a different colorway i believe i was speaking to the guys a few months ago so they, they got something in store they didn't tell me what it was but I'm, I'm excited to see what it is uh apple watch straps as well so now they 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 have that also where's my thing i had it right here i'll show you guys they sent me oh yeah here it is this thing is awesome there it's almost like the virgin version so this is oh, yeah. an artham uh spring bar uh, little tool it's so good it comes in this little packaging and i use it all the time it's like one of my best um tools so their their tools are very well made as well mm-hmm. sorry yeah, fred I'm looking forward to Ooh. trying out more of their clasps and stuff like that. i saw him it was design atelier he did like a full review on all their clasps. oh yeah yeah let me see if i I have them all. Um, I sound like a like a ad for these guys, but they're super <laughs> cool. Brand new. Ones all, even... all the autumn straps merch. <laughs> yeah. So here's here's a black buckle one. This is super cool. I mean, great great stuff. Packaging is very cool. So for their simple stuff, it just comes in stuff like this. But uh, yeah, for their uh, their class, man. I mean, they're incredible. I'm stumping everything out right here because I got I got a few, but. Um, yeah, I, I I highly recommend them, Fred. I think you hit the nail on the head with that one. I was thinking about recommending them, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure somebody's gonna recommend them. <laughs> uh, Artham needs to send my boy P some straps, though. We we well, what's up with that? What's up with that, man? But uh, here's the regular one, right? So here's the the regular stainless steel has brushing in the middle and uh, is polished on the side. And I'm um, I'm trying to find one that the one that you're talking about fred um because they do have a deploying buckle here it is so they have something like this right where you press is that it. the omega style one yep or the, so. yeah that's the omega style that's one. nice that's nice 
It's yeah, so comfortable. They got that one. They got a Blancpain style one, and then also an RM style. But like, but yeah, like that's the second thing I'm gonna recommend. I'll be I'm gonna recommend it from Strapsco because I haven't tried the Artem uh, deployments in the metal. What? I have, and I recommend them. So you yeah. got my seal of approval, if that means <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, next one, whether you get it from Artem, whether you get it from, let's see, how do I dismiss that? Next one I recommend, either get it from Artem or get it from Strapsco. The Strapsco ones, I have like five or six of them. Yeah, um, yeah me too. And I've actually got it on my Artem strap, but the Omega style deployment clasps, in my view, are the best style of deployment clasps. Yeah, they're good. I can't stand having like, you know, the sort of extra strap flapping around. So that just puts oh, everything okay. underneath. You yeah, can get yeah. rid of the strap loops as well. So like just makes your strap just a lot more streamlined. And yeah, they don't cost I agree. a lot. Cool. They've got all sorts of different finishes, full PVD, brushed, polished, whatever it takes your fancy. Um, right, right, right. Definitely like to try out the Artem ones as well, because I know those are probably of like a little bit better quality. But yeah, they're the expensive though. Yeah. Ones, like what? Considering what you pay for, yeah. To be fair, I've compared both, and for how much are the Artem ones? Do you know the price for the? Uh, give me a second, I'll find out. It should be in the accessories. Let's see, because I, I could uh... sixty-eight US. Okay, that ain't bad. So for it's not for, bad. yeah, it's not bad. And actually, the I was thinking was... a little bit more. Yeah, no, that, I I I uh, charge you like three hundred for them. So, oh. the fucking bargain. Yeah, and no, I recommend them. They're, they're, they're pretty good, but it, yeah, straps go. They they make. A, I have a few of those little deploying things, clasp, and they're pretty good quality for twenty something bucks. Not bad. I, I recommend them. So, yeah, yeah. So, like, definitely, I'd say those two. With that, like, you have most things covered. You know, if you want to do a little two for one or whatever, you know, get some of the strap as well as the clasp. You can't really go wrong with that, and it just goes with everything. So yeah, Artem straps and Omega style clasps is my is two of my gifts, and then the last thing is a proper uh, spring bar pliers. Yeah, Miguel has those. Like I've yeah. gone through so many of the normal spring bar tools; they just get blunt at the end from like yeah. sort of leverage everything. Uh, I actually need to get some of these. So this is kind of on yeah. my on my Christmas list as well to get for myself. Yeah, I need um, a pair of those for sure. Yeah, they they come in handy, especially with watches like the Tudor has such small opening for like to remove the spring bars. You needed something like this to not damage the case. I still manage to damage the case, but not as much. And it does come with additional spring bar um, little things here at the end that you can remove. And you can make this bigger or smaller, the little, but just by uh, moving the little screw. So yeah, they're what, 44 bucks. Um, I recommend them because if you get the Burgeon ones, they're too, close to 200 bucks. So for 44 bucks, you get yourself a, a nice little mm-hmm. tool, not super expensive from Strapsco. Yeah. Yeah, I need to invest in it. So. Cool. So that's that's my three. Uh, I tried Very my best cool. not to repeat what I've done the last few years. No, that's and, cool. Uh, yeah, definitely. For me, the highlight out of those three is still the, the Artem straps themselves. Like, I just can't wait until they come out with more colors and more options because it's so versatile and like, you know, like it just looks cool. It makes any watch look instantly. Like it's got that sort of tactical look to it. Yeah. And it's really an all year round type of strap as well. Yeah, no, for sure. And the quality is amazing. Like right off the gate, like 
you know, it's like nice and soft. And I don't know if you guys could see, but it's, it's thicker towards the end and then skinnier and just the way, I don't know what they do with their material, but the way they stitch everything together is just so well done. Like you can't find any rough edges here. So yeah, Artem Straps is definitely a, a good company. So. All right. Now how do I unpause, unshare? <laughs> there you go. Ah, P Ross, you want to go next? Yeah, let me uh share your screen there, boy. Share. There we go. There you go, man. All oh, right, man. what do you uh, cool? All right, this is a sound mics 24 watch box. This is what I aspire to get my collection down to right here. Ooh, never you know what I mean. I do. <laughs> it, it, it will happen, it will happen, believe me. But I think this is great for the price, you know. for Cause like for me, I don't keep my watches in the original boxes. I don't know about y'all. No, you know what I mean. Like I put them in things like this. So I think this would be great. You know, if for the aspiring watch enthusiasts in there in your life, you know what I mean. Yeah, for sure. Well, honorable mention for for since we're speaking of storage, I have this Mirage. What the heck was it? Blurry Mirage Luxury. And it's pretty cool. This is a two, right? But it, it, it comes like that and you can take it off the little slots or whatever. So the watch roll, watch case, just any, anything for people to store their watches. I, I think it's a good right. idea. And, and, and I think these are cool because you can, you know, admire your collection while having a sip of Hennessy. You know what I'm saying? Just chilling. You know, I think these are cool, man. I like this. I like this. Yeah, I like that it's got the glass window on the top. It's a nice little touch so you can spray. Yeah. Just just be careful because some companies do make that that top made out of like some cheap plastic. I've had in my early collecting days when I was super cheap and I thought everything was so expensive. I ended up buying one with a plastic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Never again. I ended up in the trash. So that's glass. That's the joys of buying your first few things on Amazon when you get into the (laughs) hobby. For me, it was the same thing. Like the amount of stuff I bought on Amazon. I was like, wow, you really get what you pay for. <laughs> you <know? laughs> I hadn't quite found that sweet spot of, you know, actually getting something that was decent, but not mad expensive. It was just, it was straight up cheap. Yeah. Mm. But I think this is like worth every penny right here. So. Okay. Uh, then I got a Desari. Ooh, very nice. From Straps called Smooth FKM Rubber Strap. FKM. And, Can't go hey. wrong. Got one right Yo. here. Yeah, it's like you guys show something on screen and I got it in hand. So right, I don't right. know. Everything's <laughs> here. Yeah, and these come in all different colors. Super you know, supple. Yes, yes. Very nice. Very, very comfortable. Hey Fred, you need to get very, you very contact Haley. You need need some of these. They're nice. Look at yeah, look at I that red. Look at that red. They're cool. super soft. They're they're like really nice. Mm-hmm. And they have these ridges inside. I don't know if you can see them, but it lets your wrist kind of like breathe. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So FKM, FKM rubber shop. So there's a what 30, 34.99? So go to Strapsco. Uh by the way, uh, this is not sponsored by Strapsco. I know you guys have recommended right. a bunch of Strapsco yeah. things. They're not they're not sponsoring the show, but we we will contact them so they can sponsor yeah. the show. <laughs> they can retroactively sponsor it. Ah oh, God, come on, Man. Fred. Well, I no, wouldn't release the episode then. I will I will delete everything. What? Right. I would edit edit, edit yeah. everything out. Edit it out. <laughs> then you get into fifteen to thirty percent off. Buy two get one free. Yeah, I don't yeah. know when this Yo, is. is. Uh, I don't know when the promotion is over, but maybe I'm assuming 
it'll run through through 2021 so yeah, yeah it's pretty cool right right great so, recommendation and then of course yeah of course uh just a simple watch you gotta kit. have a you gotta have look, look at this a, guy uh, look at this guy you gotta He's have, always been always oh, is, is there any watch collector or, or at least watch youtuber who has not gone through this kid Woo. at some point like i mean I i've gone I've gone through two already because I had to leave one behind when I moved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think I'd have been through a few of like the pieces in there. So like I yeah. had bought like a a uh a replacement for 1099 to put in all the slots. You know what I mean? So So what is what is this? So this is uh for the people listening, this is an easy tool watch repair kit, uh, 16 right. tools. Uh what what is this running? Page like, instruction like, guide. 20 bucks. I mean. Yeah, it's not bad at all. Not yeah, bad. I mean, got to be fair. Got to got to be honest. Some of the quality of the stuff in there is kind of cheap. Oh found, yeah, for sure. Like two changes. Yeah, I, sure. I, yeah, yeah. Like the 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 one to remove the the bracelet. I think I'm on my fourth one. I don't even know where I have mine, but that one didn't seem to work for me very well. So I ended up getting something like this from like Amazon. This is like a a, a different style one. Where you just yeah, do one of these uh-huh. little numbers, and they man, these little ends right here bend so bad every single time. Yeah, Why can yeah, they absolutely make a good one? Like Virgin, yeah. I keep saying that name because it's, it's it's a good quality tool, but it's expensive. I'm like, I'm not a watchmaker. How often do I have to size bracelets? Like, I'm not gonna spend right. two hundred bucks on a tool. Like, dang. No, I mean, I guess I guess it depends on how often you're gonna be using it, right? Because if you go through ten of these, you're on one Virgin. You know. <laughs> yeah. I, I I think I would recommend that one for like the uh for this right so the the spring bar changer tool thing um I I, I think you should get a a decent quality one but if not they come free with straps and I happen to have one two three <laughs> oh four God. five yeah. I have more over here it's just crazy oh <laughs> how many how many watch straps do you have I have over a hundred probably close to 120 Mm. or something just crazy 18 millimeter 20 millimeter 22 millimeter 21 millimeter all kinds of things i I was doing the math the other day because i i get a lot of these things for free right but i was doing the math alone on artham straps alone i have like close to 500 bucks and then Mm -hmm. natos and everything i mean i got way over two thousand dollars worth of straps alone uh honorable mention right here uh, if you want to look at your look at your little uh, dials and tools, you get you get yourself one of these little loops. They're cheap on Amazon. I remember how much they are. My sister gave me this, but yeah, it's pretty cool. That way, it changes the look and feel of your watches. You could actually see them under a loop. Uh, so, honorable mention. Yeah, that is handy, especially like if you're taking pictures and stuff. Because like when I was filming my um, filming my Breitling. You get some nasty surprises when you get that macro lens on. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So get you get to see him beforehand. That, that that's super cool. Yeah. Cool recommendations, sure. P and, and Fred. I, I like yeah, it. Yeah, man. Yes, I like sir. it. I like it. So I, I got some I got some interesting things. Let's see. Um now funny thing, everything you guys recommended I have in hand. Things I'm recommending, I don't have anything in hand. So and <laughs> <laughs> the funny how that goes. Uh, okay, let's see share let me let's see if i can figure this out um 
yeah, my computer's taking a while, but uh, we'll we'll see what I'm recommending. But uh, I wanted to do more like artistic things, so I'm I'm gonna recommend a little bit of art, and then I cheated a little bit. I'm doing something a little expensive. Well, first and foremost, I wanna I wanna cover Vario. Vario is such a cool um, such a cool company. I never actually had a chance to check out their watches, but I have plenty of. Um, of experience with their with their watch straps they're amazing especially this one like their leather kind of vintage i have it on my yeah. sarb such a nice strap like seriously like we deal with a lot of different strap manufacturers out there but these guys are just awesome man like um you know they have the, the vintage style they have the new ones i mean they have all kinds of things and check this out if you go to their website oh my pictures are all over their website so the owner actually liked my images so he posted some of my images on there so here yo don't um Vario do the uh harris tweet strap yeah yeah I'm, yeah I'm okay i got a one. i got a couple of those yeah, yeah i'm getting one nice. harris tweet yeah those leather nice. i mean yeah oh wow yeah, yeah. Really i just cool, wore man. that on my vintage uh elgin shock mask it's so cool and i mean these are 38 bucks like the harris tweet is 38 bucks um the ones that I really, really recommend because I've I've had experience with are this vintage Italian leather. Yeah, I got um, one of them too. Yeah, crazy That's quality. You get them for forty two bucks, worth every single penny. This is the one that I have the the vintage Epson Epson Italian leather. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a gray watch strap. I absolutely love this thing. So, oh, there it is. Let's check this out. Let's see. Let me let me click on this image you recognize that that's your boy right there that's my watch right there yeah. so that's the seiko sarb love it so i wanted to recommend um vario strap so vario.sg uh go check them out great great quality uh another one so our buddy dave from just to watch i wanted to give him a shout out he started uh selling these t-shirts uh, mm. on his so dave there he is he's, he's such a cool guy cool really. dave yeah, really cool guy. T-shirts. Here you go. So he has mugs. He has other things, but really cool. I, I like what he's doing. He's coming up with these like really cool designs. Like you could see the samurai loom right there for nineteen bucks. You know, this is every your Seiko enthusiast. What are the sizes he got these shirts in? Um, so it ranges from small to three uh, XL. So I mean, you, you're oh, you're no. covered. Yeah, man, 19, 19 bucks. Not bad. I mean, check this out. Open hard t-shirt. That's kind of cool. I mean, look at that. It's mm-hmm. kind of clever right there. Um, so I, I wanted to give him a shout out. You know, he's, he's such a supporter of, of our channel and his little mug for 12 bucks. I mean, you get to have this little cool mug with what does it have? Just different things right there. Different watches, mm-hmm. uh, digital Seiko, all kinds of things. So yeah, go check them out. It's just watch.com forward slash products but just to watch and you, you could definitely uh go check it out from there uh another cool guy i know this guy has a youtube channel uh and he focuses a lot on like this cool prints winded on the move.com he has really cool like prints uh let's check out some of his prints so he'll have like the rolex uh panda and he'll have like literally half of the watch is a panda and, and the other half is something else a hulk right so half is the rolex mariner and the other half is like the, uh, yeah, that yeah. Batman one was cool. Yeah. The one that was, I think, on their homepage. Oh, on their homepage, yeah, the Speedmaster Snoopy art, the, the Rolex, the Starbucks right here. That's kind of funny. I mean, it, it's very clever. Very, I don't know how to how to describe these, but it will be kind of cartoony yet 
playful. Look at this. Look at this, Fred. This is for you right here. <laughs> the wait list. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah. what, 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 let's see. What, oh, the wait what listed one. Just showed like all the hype pieces there on the wait list. <laughs> That's so funny. Waitlisted art print. <laughs> so this is waitlisted. It has a, a Rolex mm-hmm. Pepsi, a Daytona, a Green Autolist, an Aquanaut. Uh, and then two uh, APs, the skeleton, and just do your regular, what, the blue dial. Um, that's so funny. So, yeah, and then other accessories. Uh, let me see. He had some really cool, like, coasters. And, and he has custom-made, too. So if you have your watch, I guess you could send it to him. Um, and, and he'll make it for you. But these mouse pads, I thought, were super cool. I need to pick one up. Check this out. Mm-hmm. He has mouse pads, and you could pick what brand you want. Um, let me see. Where is it at? sort by uh alphabetical i mean he, he has uh, ap he has tutor he has all kinds of things so I, I think that's super cool what's the price on these can you guys see because i have no idea mm-hmm. it's going around too fast i can't oh 22. 22 bucks 22 so 22 bucks but check this out this is the one that i want look at that <laughs> that's so what is the cool. price? <laughs> hey i could go for something like this too and that that three two one movement one would, would look cool the three two one movement. Uh, let's see. Yeah, there you go. Look at yeah. that three two one movement from Omega. That is very cool. Uh, Speedmaster. Oh, that one's a classic. I like that. Batman. That one's nice mm. too. Very cool. RM. I mean, Fred, you own a few RMs. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you got to go for that. But anyway, so yeah, uh, wind it on the move dot com. I thought I thought this is uh, pretty cool, pretty affordable, and he's a follow a, a fellow uh, YouTube uh personality so yeah if we could um support them go for it uh vortex straps so i just got these straps in the mail yesterday if you check them out on my instagram you will see them uh they're very cool so something Mm. cool about these straps is that they actually have the iso rated spring bar which is a fat spring bar but the tip of it fits any watch because i don't know if you guys are familiar with iso spring bars they're so thick that they don't fit every watch they only fit the Mm -hmm. iso watch um, these have a proprietary uh, system that they created. It's a quick release. Very nice. So what I got in the mail uh, is two glow-in-the-dark uh, straps. And oh my God, last night my son had one and I had one and we had so much fun. They're 27 bucks. Mm. You get your little black light or a light or whatever. They glow like crazy. So um, I'm, I'm going to put out a video on them and just showing how crazy they glow. I mean, it's funny. It's It looks it looks different right but kids love them it gets a lot of attention i i just think it's fun you know so these cost 27 bucks but the regular color ones like a blue one a black one a gray one 25 bucks vortex straps uh official.com that's that's the website and last on my list i Let's let me recommend something. If you have a, a little bit more money or, or a very special person in your life, a tutor is a way to go, in my opinion. Um, is this? I say in my video, tutors everything that Rolex used to be, the brand that you aspire to own when you make it, and I still stand true by that statement. Um, just because having this on the wrist doesn't feel pretentious, it feels nice knowing that not a lot of people know what the hell you have on your wrist. Uh, but you know what you have on your wrist and quality is amazing. <coughs> finishing is amazing. Uh, the price, I mean, they're, they're still very priced, very affordably. Uh, Fred, what do you think? Let me get your take on Tudor. I mean, I love Tudor. I mean, I used to own one. Um, honestly, like the only reason I got rid of it was more stylistic 
choice it was just a bit too thick for me if you like very more personal preference things but like you know the build quality is unimpeachable the pricing is like really really good when you consider what you get for it i think they're still even though like they're slowly moving a little bit further up market yeah you're still getting you know you're still getting a ton for your money and mm-hmm. i'd say they're still the industry leader when it comes to you know a luxury watch at like you know that sort of sub five thousand dollar mark like absolutely i can't think of anything that offers that much value um or at least it offers that much value consistently across their range you know there might be like one or two watches from some brands like for example like the tech warrior is equipped with the o2 movement those are still very good value if you're looking at pre-owned yeah you can get some like pre-owned brightlings that still have the beagle one but in terms of the consistency across their range in terms of the value for money and the build quality yeah there's pretty much nothing that beats them on that front you know even looking at like at their gold one or like this bronze, like which obviously like has that look and feel of gold, um, at least before it starts to patina, like even on that, yeah. you know, they're offering crazy value. And I like that they're also experimenting. Like they do what you know Rolex will never do. Like it was one thing that they had the Bellagos yeah. and Titanium. You know, Rolex will probably never make a titanium watch. But, you know, the silver, the bronze, the ceramic. Yeah. I mean, they were playing around with ceramic way before this, um, before that Meta certified Black Bay. You know, they had the only right. watch. And then before that, they had the Fast Rider and ceramic that had been around for a while. So I like that they're sort of, Rolex that wants to actually experiment. And I think you hit the nail on the head in many ways. They're becoming what Rolex used to be before, you know, they started making watches out of unobtainium. Like, you know, you can still actually get a Tudor, even something like the 58 or the GMT, which, you know, has still gotten a lot of attention, but you're not looking like years of wait list or two, three X retail. Yeah, no, for sure. A hundred percent. And, and I mean, you, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said, they're moving slowly moving up market and i i guarantee that with the metas movement you know this this uh, let me stop sharing right here with the metas movement that's that's uh gonna come out um i i strongly feel that um that those watches unfortunately are not going to be as affordable as like a black bay right now is right like in the three thousands because once they give you the meta certification movement with the uh t-slot uh uh, you know, system on the, on the, on the class where it's kind of like an easy, easy glide for Rolex. They're not going to charge 3,700 bucks. Of but course, the now they're going to go. They're market. raising the price, but they're also increasing what you're getting. Like yeah, it's not yeah, just a sure. straight up price yeah. increase. You know, it's like that. That's the thing is the difference between price and value. If the value right. stays the same, I don't care that the price goes up because you get more for it. Yeah. True that. No, for sure. For sure. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's why I wanted to, rec- to to recommend them because right now the prices are still pretty affordable, and I, I'm pretty sure they're going to be affordable even if they go up market a little bit. But right now is the time to get a lot of these because I'm seeing it with like the Black Bay 41 with the Eta movements that got discontinued with the Happy Face prices started going up, and uh, yeah. with the FXD. It's not a watch for me because I feel it's a little too big, but I've, I've seen a lot of videos now and kind of done a little bit of my research. And obviously on the case back, just like Tudor used to do back in the day with the military issued watches, they used to put the year that, that the year was released, right? So 85, 86, 87, whatever. So the, the number that it has right now is 21 for 2021. And since the run is going to be so small, right? Like literally a month. It's yeah. going to go into 2022. So if you have in any capability 
or, or, or ability to get one of these 21 models in your possession, I encourage you to do so because guarantee they're going to be very highly collectible because it was such a small run. What do you, what do you guys think of that? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, we didn't talk about it already. So I think it's a great looking watch. So I think it's a cool concept, but I actually, I actually would want to look at the ones that aren't going to be going up in value. I'd want to look at the ones that are going to still be like those value plays that still are those hardcore value plays, especially when you look on pre-owned. So stuff like the in-house versions of the regular Black Bay 41, stuff like the normal Pelagoses, you know, like those ones, yeah, like, you know, as the brand, you know, gets more recognition, starts doing stuff like, you know, they've hit it out of the park a few times now already with the 58s, with this new Pelagos FXD. And you're right, like, I think that especially that small run will probably have a solid amount of demand but i think there's a lot of value to get in terms of when you look at pre-owned at some of those ones that you look at like a black bay 41 for example in any of the colors still with an in-house movement 70 hour power reserve silicon hairspring like the pricing on that like there's nothing that can compete with that especially when you factor in a little bit of depreciation you know yeah Uh, and those i don't think they're gonna lose any more value but I think that like they just represent really, really strong value in terms of what you pay for to get them. And same thing with the Pelagos as well. If you can pull it off, because the clasp on that is insane. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah, the Pelagos never appealed to me because of the sizing, but man, that clasp. I, I've never yeah. had a chance to handle one in the metal, but I mean I've heard a lot of crazy things about that clasp. So man, it's I don't just know. So I don't nicely over engineered. Like it's one of those things where I feel like when they released that, someone at Rolex was like, whoa, who signed off on this? This <laughs> is way better stomp. than what we do. Yeah, this is way it. better. Keep than it on the watch that doesn't sell. Don't put that on the Black Bay. <laughs> wow. That, that's so funny. But, well, I hope uh, everybody listening and watching enjoyed all our picks. I mean, there's there's everything for everybody, but uh, straps, tools, watches uh to uh, what else uh watch uh accessories to keep your watches in um but uh any anything else you guys want to add to this anything off the cuff catalogs of course always a, a good yeah. one i mean free catalogs every year so there's new ones every year right 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 um but anyway let's talk uh other things real quick uh anything exciting star wars you guys could talk star wars no shit yeah, I mean, like that, that's honestly something I've been missing. It has been able to talk Star Wars on the podcast right, right, <laughs> and, just, right. and just watch Miguel cringe in the, in the corner of the screen. I'm, I'm yeah, going to keep a smile because I, I love you guys and I'm so happy to have you guys on the show. So even you with your Star Wars talk, I'm happy. I'm happy just listening to you guys. Uh, I, I feel like Book of Boba Fett is going to be so cool. Like yeah. I thought I was more excited for Obi-Wan because like of the potential of seeing just you and McGregor right. and Hayden Christensen on screen again. Yeah, but Boca mm-hmm. just looks sick. It, it's gonna be out, and it's supposed to uh, it's supposed to tie in with the Mandalorian season three too. Yeah, so we 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 gonna see what's up with uh Grogu. I just want to find out how Boba Fett survived the Sarlacc. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. want. They supposed want to explain out it on screen. They supposed to explain out it, so we'll see. I mean, it's they Grogu. Baby Yoda, is that Grogu? Did I learn yeah. something uh-huh. just from listening yeah. to you? Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's Baby Yoda. Nice. He has a name, Miguel. He's Grogu. not just some right. marketing ploy for you. <laughs> How dare you, Miguel? And did you see <laughs> the concept art for your, for your children? All right. Did you see the concept a... art for uh, Obi Wan? That look cool. Yeah. And like, 
I'm interested to see how they how they can shoehorn in this whole like confrontation with Vader, make it still make sense, like with what right. um, mm-hmm. Vader said in a new hope. Yeah. And, yeah. And like I'm curious to see if they can top that duel at the end of um Revenge of the Sith. Because in my view, like that whole sequence is one of the best things on Star Wars that yeah. Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, for sure. So I think that this next lightsaber duel with Obi-Wan and uh Vader gonna be yeah. it's gonna be hot. It's gonna be yeah. hot. And hopefully we can see some of that Rogue One Vader, you know, like Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know how Obi-Wan is gonna survive that. I don't know. I don't know. Obi-Wan is battle hardened though, so that's true. Uh, he that's he, he true. gonna live through it. I think I think this is like I think that's a spoiler, Pete. <laughs> oh I, I'm I'm finna give y'all another spoiler right quick. Because I think what's going to happen is Vader is actually going to make his way back to Tatooine. One way or another, he's going to feel a force sensitive there. And it's not Obi-Wan. Yeah. It's going to be Luke. And Obi-Wan going to have to steer him away from Tatooine. That's why you see in the concept art, like, it look like they fighting on a ship or something. Yeah. Maybe. Well, yeah, like, that. that's the other thing. It's like, how does Vader's attention get drawn to tattoo? And then he doesn't think right. to like sort of double back and check later. Right. You know? Yeah, for sure. You know. Like that, like I just want to see how they like narratively figure that out. And then the other right. thing I'm excited is the possibility of seeing Darth Maul again and seeing a right. proper showdown between him and Obi-Wan because Yeah, yeah, because Rebels they, didn't do nothing for me. They did him dirty in Rebels. Yeah. That was like the most pathetic duel I had ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. Darth they, Maul didn't deserve that. Nah, not at all. Not at all. You know, so yeah, yeah. I would love to see Obi-Wan destroy Darth Maul. Darth Maul. But like a proper duel. But like a proper. Really go yeah, yeah, for sure. So we're going to see, man. It's going to, a lot of Star Wars stuff coming up, Miguel. You better get into this shit, man. Yeah, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> He's just refusing to. <laughs> oh, man. It's another, uh, they got another movie slated uh, for 2023, too, I think. The Acolyte. And it's supposed to uh, be the, like the Sith side of the story. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know when is it set, though? Is it set like before 20... the main timeline? After? I think it's set before the main timeline. All right. That should be cool. Yeah. Be so... interesting. I hope they don't fuck it up. But I think if they set it before. Yeah. Like they can kind yeah, of be, be safe right. enough to just not like recycle right. characters or anything. Right. Just start something completely new. Yeah. Like we saw that with Mandalorian. The less that they use the old characters, it's like just you know, mm-hmm. remake sure it makes sense and just make something yeah. that's just fun and cool instead of trying to like force nostalgia and all that. Right, right. Yeah. So the acolyte's supposed to be tight from what I've been reading on it. So we'll see, man. It's a lot of stuff going down. And it's all Next on uh, Disney Plus. Blast. Or yes, how, it's all on Disney Plus. This. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. So they can send us our paychecks. Right. <laughs> right. Disney, if you're listening, sponsor us. <laughs> uh, cool. Anything else? Star Wars? No? No, I think that's all the Star Wars for now. Check back in after after December. <laughs> right. Well, I got I got a really good um thing for you guys, for you two to check out, and also for anybody uh, watching and listening. Netflix just releases really, really, really good documentary. Um, it's called The Rescue. So it chronicles uh, what happened in 2018 when uh, 12 boys got stuck in a cave in northern Thailand. And Mm. I don't know if you guys remember this story, but uh, every single one of them got rescued. And it was such an incredible documentary. One of the best documentaries I've 
scene like seriously like it just it keeps you glued to the tv the whole entire time and it's just crazy that they got rescued because you see the conditions and they brought in divers uh right so i'll I'll talk a little bit about it because i don't want to spoil it but they brought in uh the the seals right from thailand and everything and they attempted to dive into the cave and they couldn't they just couldn't they're like we we can't they got out they they uh they gave up and uh one of the guys that was an expert on the cave because he actually drew some of the you know blueprints for it or whatever because he he was really into that cave he's like you know what there's this hobby in the world called cave diving and there's a few people in the world that are the best at it so we need to bring them in so everybody was super skeptical Mm. and they're like well they're not military they're who are these guys they do it as a hobby like kind of like us right watches as a hobby right sure enough they bring these guys in out of the, the uk and different parts of the world and thanks to them this thing happened you know but it, they wow. go through the whole story and what their feeling was and is this crazy the emotions you, you just, just it, it's an amazing uh film it's available on netflix so if you have netflix check it out it's called the rescue yeah and, cool. and, and uh especially if you have kids it hits differently but even if you don't it's just a, a human emotion that you're like oh my god that was insane like it's crazy right. so I recommend it. You get to see a few watches on people's wrists and you're trying to guess what they have because they're diving. And I saw a G-Shock and some other things. So it's kind of cool, you know, so. Oh, man, yeah, something that was doing it big lately. Something that was cringeworthy. Very good series, but cringeworthy, like the props department, the amount of like fake watches they got <laughs> was um, I was watching the Chapo series, the Univision one that that's on oh. Netflix. <laughs> oh, OK, OK. Man, the, the props department. Very mm. lazy, <laughs> like they just wow. straight up got fakes. Like there's, there's one scene where there's a Rolex that Chapo gives to like his lawyer, and then I don't want to spoil it, but let's say that that Rolex makes its way its way back, and there's like a clear shot of it, and you just see it ticking, like it's clear, no like way. It's a fake ass quartz, and it, it wow. wasn't a noise to quartz, so oh. it was a fucking a quart the quartz day date, that's not the oyster quartz day date. Wow. Like, Apart from that, though, the series is very cool. Like, it's a lot more stretched out. It's a lot more... Um... Is it in Spanish? English? Yeah, subtitles? it's in Spanish. Yeah, it's in Spanish with, uh, with subtitles, obviously, for those who don't speak Spanish. But, well, um... P. Ross could learn Spanish that way. Just watch the series. Yeah. Go through it. <laughs> wow. Well, He's not going to do it? Wow. Wow. I'll try. I'll try. But wow. it's a good series. It's something well. I want to yeah. check. I'll check it out. So another one that was good. Another one that was good was the Kevin Hart uh, true story. Oh, we haven't. I haven't seen that yet. It's good. Yeah, not for kids, but yo, it threw me for a loop because you know everything he do is comedy, and he plays a comedian in this series, but it's straight drama. It's off the hook. I, I started watching it about five minutes in just to kind of get into it. Then I, I had to turn it off because my son came in the room. Right. But I was like, I definitely want to watch it. And I noticed, I think he was wearing a Rolex uh, Panda on yeah. Daytona, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I, I mean, the guy has a heavy collection. So yeah. I think you can see some of those watches yeah. in that in that show. So, I mean, it's, it's good as hell. It's good as hell. Got to check I'm it out. Got to check it out. But all right, guys. Well, we, we, we came to, I think, past an hour. So if you guys want to tell people where they could find you and sign off. Uh, where can we where can we find you guys? Where, where uh, how did I find you again? I don't, uh, you guys on MySpace? 
<laughs> MySpace. MySpace. Was it MySpace? I, I, don't, I don't know. Craigslist? I think it was Craigslist. <laughs> I was selling a watch. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Uh, Fred, YouTube, Instagram for you? Yeah. Uh, YouTube, Chaluso, Instagram, Chaluso. Pretty much we'll leave his information so you can follow him. Yeah. Awesome, yeah. awesome channel. Very different than what we do, and we love it. That's what right. we love, Fred. P. Ross. Ross Wristwatch Love everywhere, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. All right, and SoCal Watch Reviews for me, uh, Instagram, YouTube, Relojeando. I need to show some love to my Spanish channel. But uh, what's your Spanish channel? Salud, so yes. Nice and simple. All right, so Relojeando for me in Spanish, but SoCal Watch Reviews is kind of the, the, the core of everything I do. And hopefully we could continue to grow, continue to share our passion. And uh, Fred, always a pleasure. Thank you so much. P. Ross, yes, sir. thank you for your time. Uh, pleasure is all mine. You know, it was great being able to being able to talk with you guys again, be back on the show. And yeah, looking forward to keeping up this tradition. And yeah, depending on when this comes out, everyone happy <laughs> Christmas, holidays, New Year's, all that. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas to everybody. Merry Christmas to you guys as well. And congrats on the bright lean. It's beautiful, man. So yes, yes you, man. I appreciate yes, it. Yes, it is. I want to see I want to see your bright lane, your Navitimer. I'm, I'm we need working to make that happen. I want to see that I'm soon. working on it. I'm working on it. Okay. I'm Sell working a kidney. on it. Make it happen. Yeah. Yes, so okay. Go fund me. Go get fund Rose me. His, his Navitimer. Yes, please yeah. get P that Navitimer. Right, right. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you for everything. And uh, as always, stay humble.